Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. We are going to be talking all Halloween this week. We decided it would be a fun chance to get into the history of Halloween, how different cultures maybe celebrate their similar style of Halloween, and our own Halloween experiences because I know I have some pretty funny stories. So let's get right into it. So we're going to start with the history of Halloween. And so Halloween originated in Salem, as many of you know, Salem, Massachusetts. And essentially it was a rivalry, a political rivalry between two families. The first family's name was Paris, the father's name, and we don't have the second family's name. So we're just going to go family Paris and then other family. I feel like that's a good distinction. (laughs) So family Paris recently moved into Salem Village and they were a pretty dominant family. And then the other family was also just as dominant. So there was a lot of political rivalry in wanting to do things a certain way, wanting to run the church a certain way, trying to run the government a certain way, and that led to like a lot of conflict. So something happened in Paris's families where his daughters began to experience hysteria and began to get sick a lot, and then they would become like hypnotized almost and like taken by the devil. And the daughters began to blame it on the fact that their slave would tell them stories of witches and wizards and the devil. And that slave, you know, got in a lot of trouble and was taken to court along with a couple other women known for telling stories of witches. And they were put through trials where other witches, quote-unquote, would soon come out and be like, yeah, me too, I was a witch. The whole thing, the whole nine yards. And they went through lots of trials until the first woman, she was hanged at Gallow Hills, and that was the first execution of a, quote-unquote, witch. And our last execution of a quote-unquote witch actually happened in Switzerland in 1782. So we've had hangings of witches from the 1600s to the late 1700s. This was like after America became its own country, which is kind of wild to think about. So that's the history of the witches. And then after that, we'll have Alyssa get into how it became more of a Halloween-y thing. Halloween, the celebration of Halloween, can be traced back to ancient Celtic festival known as Saham, which was held on November 1st in contemporary calendars. It was believed that on that day, the souls of the dead returned to their homes, so people dressed as costumes and lit bonfires to ward off spirits. Oh, is that the same thing with, like, jack-o'-lanterns to, like, ward off spirits and stuff? Oh. Yes. Oh. Okay, then how did witches come into play specifically in America? And, like, why is Salem such a big part of American Halloween? Well, Salem's where they first did the witch trials and, like, the hanging mm-hmm. of the witches. And so Americans are like, whoa, this is creepy. This is cool. Let's associate this with this creepy holiday. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually learning about, or I learned about the Salem witch trials in my U.S. history class. It was crazy because people who didn't like other people, they would say, oh, they are cursing me. Like, they would go on the floor and start spazzing out. And they would be like, oh, my gosh, they cursed me. And then they would have this person that they didn't like hung for whatever reason that they don't like them. Well, they did They did trials before mm-hmm. that. I know one of the trials was they went and they made them strip to their garments and they looked all over their body to check for like a dark spot and they would get something like a needle and stab it. If it bled, you would be regular and go on to the next trial or something. But if it didn't bleed, they would hang you because that's considered a witch's spot. And, you know, witch, oh, hang them. I read about that. They would yeah. put them through like these extreme trials that essentially mm-hmm 
mm. no one could get through. Oh, like drowning too, right? Yeah, yeah. if you one, drowned, you're a human. If you didn't, uh-huh. like, like if you drowned, yeah, you're a human. Sense. And oh well, they get. I uh, guess we just killed somebody. But if you lived, you're a witch, and then they hang you. Yeah, it was. It was like whack. that's it, like how can that be a trial? It's either you die or you die. You know, that doesn't <laughs> make any sense. Yeah. Next trial. <laughs> okay, so. What do you guys think about candy corn? I, I love candy, candy corn. I like candy corn. <gasps> Wait, <laughs> I actually expected like everybody to hate it. Yeah, I, I know. know. I thought I, I really like candy corn love too. Love candy corn. Yeah. Okay, well, I thought that was going to be more controversial, but <laughs> kind of an interesting fact, candy corn is called candy corn, not because it tastes like corn, but basically a company actually created it and called it chicken feed, you know, because how chickens used to eat corn. Very, very, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they still do, but yeah, I'm talking yeah. about like farms, oh, chicken feed. rural places. With a D? I thought yeah. you said feed, yeah. Like, feed? Like, we and I looked at each other and we were like, feet? Like, <laughs> mm, tasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an actual... No, thank you. Um, that's an actual candy maybe i'm remembering it wrong but it's like yeah it is i think so yeah but isn't it is it in spanish or something like that i don't know i I think they're gummies no it was it's like a stick of something i don't know maybe that's like do you know that candy it's like um it's it looks like those um like slim jims sausages but it's actually like a candy it's something chicken i don't know why is it like they have like a stick and it's like a very thin layer of I don't no, know melted it's sugar? It's like a I don't know. I literally up. it's one of those I candies remember. that I grew up with and I literally just accepted that it tasted good and didn't question why or what it was called. <laughs> so I literally don't know. Chico, Chico stick. stick. <laughs> yeah. What I think my dad called What's it chicken Chico stick. Bro? I don't know why. Chico, Chico stick. This so Maybe good. They're skinny. Like yeah. they're stainless sticks. Yeah, they look like they kind of look like little chicken legs. Anyway, okay, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of a fun fact about candy corn. But, like, a lot of people don't like it, so yeah. I was really expecting I like, thought you were going to say the thing where if you stack candy corn all together, it looks, it looks like, like, like corn. corn. I think <laughs> I think that's why the company, like, they made it look like corn and called mm-hmm. it chicken feed. So it was, like, popular for yeah. Halloween, you know? It'd be cool if they just sold it as the that yeah, that would be yeah. smart. Yeah. They can put like a little thing in the middle to keep it in that position. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. They're not creative enough. The shade. Okay, well, now I'm going to go more in depth on like when candy was popular. At first, I think it was just like treats, like pastries, and like because you know, candy wasn't commercialized all the way back then, right? So in the 1900s, 1920s to like 60s is when candy became more popular for like trick-or-treaters and they would give out little candies, caramels, pastries, I think a cookie. <laughs> a yeah, like a cookie. <laughs> and I think that they had little circle cakes called soul cakes and they would give that to oh, children. Yeah. It was just when candy was popularized. Uh-huh. It wasn't cuz it wasn't always that way. Right. And tricks of course, you know, the pranks. Oh. <laughs> always got to have the pranks. But I bet they were like way worse back then. Actually harming people. Oh yeah, definitely. Because you know, like they didn't have like protection laws for you know basic Ah, yes, murder the best prank. I don't like you. you. She's a witch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like it was more than just TPing a house though. It was also like worse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Aren't you like not supposed to have black cats out during Halloween or something? It's so dangerous. Mm -hmm. Wait, what happened? Do people like kill them? Um. Yeah, because, like, God. it's a, it's a thing. It's, a, yeah. it's definitely a thing. So what happened was um, many homeless women identified as, like, witches because it, you know, it feels powerful to call yourself a witch. Like, you were mm-hmm. the controller. You were, like, um, one with nature, mm-hmm. to say. That's what they believed, right? So a lot of black cats would hang around these homeless women, and they became associated with witches and mm. magic. 
Mm-hmm. And if they came with a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. So having a black cat meant that you were going against the flow. You were a witch almost. Mm-hmm. And many people didn't like that because they grew up with Christianity and they grew up in a Christian household. Yeah. So it was scary for them, right? So what they would do is they would take these cats and they would harm them. Mm-hmm. And even today, like, it's very scary to leave, like, have a black cat out in public. They're saying, like, this Halloween especially, make sure your cats are inside. Like, it doesn't even matter which color at this point. Make sure your cats mm-hmm. stay inside because if someone sees it and they believe in that negative connotation, they will harm them. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's talk okay. about something a little... Yeah, let's talk about happier. a little... <laughs> okay, so now we're just kind of going to go around and talk about what we would normally do, like our ethnic backgrounds, like what we would normally do on Halloween if we do something similar to Halloween. So I'm from Puerto Rico, and since it's an American territory... It's not really that different. Like, it's basically the exact same thing as um, in the States. It's just people are, like, the tiniest bit more superstitious, I feel. I mean, that's that's kind of it. We just go around trick-or-treating what you're used to here. Well, what kind of, like, candies do you guys have there? Like, same candies or different? Um, It's pretty much the same, except for Chico Steak. We have oh, that. That's, yeah. that's a big one, bro. I love that yeah, one. We Maybe it's just me, though. I don't I know. I don't think I've ever tried that. Yeah, because, like, Mexico and Puerto Rico, we have very different candies. Like, the first few years, uh, well, I mean, still, it's only six years or seven <laughs> years. But, like, specifically the first two, like, a bunch of my Mexican friends would come up to me with, like, their candy. And, like, they'd be like, oh, my God, this is, like, the best thing ever. And I'm like... It's always the spicy candy that's yeah, the best. Yeah, I don't it's like always spicy, spicy candy. candy. So it sucked. They were like, look at all of this candy I got. It's so good. And it's, like, from Mexico. And I'm like, I'm not Mexican. And I don't like spicy candy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, two for two. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know a lot off the top of my head that were specific to Puerto Rico because I moved when I was like nine, so my memory Mm -hmm. ain't that great. But I know that two of my favorites that I remember vividly, other than like, you know, Milky Way, Twix, the usual stuff for Mm -hmm. here and like Skittles or whatever, are the Chico Stick that I mentioned earlier. And um, this is actually still one of my favorite candies. It's called Baca Lechera. And I think that specifically might be just the caramel. There's a bunch of different brands, but caramel is a big one that they don't do as much here because I feel like here it's more it's like grandma candy yeah, yeah. it's more like yeah. granny candy but, but it's um, still good yeah because here it's more like hard and it is it tastes stale but um <laughs> I mean not all of the caramel candy is good in Puerto Rico I know that I was like one of the few kids that liked it too but it's just better like when I got here I was like oh my god I'm so excited I got a bunch of caramels and everyone was like I don't want that and then I tasted <laughs> it and I'm like never mind I see why <laughs> yeah. I don't want that either yeah <laughs> well I'm Mexican-American. I'm not from Mexico. I was born in Texas. But I do know a lot of the culture because, you know, Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, in Mexico, they celebrate Dia de los Muertos, which is Day of the Dead, and they celebrate it on November 1st. And in Mexico, it's more of a day of celebrating your loved ones, and they can come back, not really, like, no, stay away. It's like, yes, come towards us. They have ofrendas. You watch Coco, you would know. <laughs> yeah. But um, they have ofrendas, and they put pictures and their, like, favorite food and stuff they loved in life, and they put that on there, and they, you know, put the rose petals on the ground because that leads them towards the house. And they have a big feast, and I know they decorate the graves of the ones that have passed with food, candles, and a whole bunch of candy and yeah um they i don't think they go around trick-or-treating it's more of a day for 
family, but I go trick-or-treating. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if Puerto Rico has something similar because I feel like it's not the Day of the Dead. I know for a fact that we don't celebrate the Day of the Dead, but I feel like basically half of my family is super religious and the other half is 50-50 non-practitioners. So I was raised more by the non-practitioner side. So I'm not exactly sure, but I'm pretty sure some part of my family like took Halloween as more for honoring the dead rather than just fun costumes and candy. I am from South Asia, like a mix of like India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. Literally got all three in my blood. I am surviving <laughs> and thriving. Anyways, so we don't really celebrate Halloween because we're very careful about our dead and how we portray them. But we do very much believe in jinns and a lot of superstitions. So what jinns are, are pretty much souls or spirits with bad intentions. And they like to hang out in trees, specifically really big trees. Like the oak trees here, we're like scared of them. I'm probably <laughs> So our thing is, especially at night, you never want to walk under a tree because the jinns kind of just hang out there waiting for you to like pounce onto your soul pretty much and give you the bad intentions that they have. So we're very careful about hanging around like trees at night. And so like that's like our thing, I guess, relating to the dead. That's like, I'm actually going to like watch out for that now. <laughs> now that I think about it, because I do walk around at night with my family. I'm Japanese. Oh, I'm half Japanese. And in Japan, honestly, Japanese people don't necessarily celebrate Halloween. Yes, they might sell like Halloween merchandise that's like, oh, this is American, <laughs> you know, <laughs> very cool American holiday. Here, it's kind of like romanticized. This. I mean, sometimes Halloween themed stuff is like sold in a little section at like the 7-Eleven or Lawson or whatever. Otherwise, they don't celebrate Halloween. And I was saying like this earlier, but some of my friends are like, oh, did you get presents from Santa Claus? And I'll be like, yeah, like he came on Christmas and they're like, he didn't come to me. Like he didn't come to me. <laughs> yeah, but basically they just don't celebrate many like American holidays. I mean, like you may think that it's like global, but like, I don't know. My parents or my mom just thinks American holidays are a waste of money. <laughs> Like she's mean, like, Christmas is such a waste of money. Like, and we have to give candy to all these random kids. <laughs> yeah, that's her ideal. Is there something that is around the same time or, like, maybe something fall-related that happens? They go, like, leaf-watching where, like, they see the autumn leaves and stuff like that. I guess that's kind of, like, a fall activity. That sounds peaceful. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, and you know, like, the cherry blossom, you know, people mm -hmm. go look at the cherry blossoms and lily pads and whatnot. It's so nice. It's so peaceful. And that's like, cool. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about some stories, some experiences we have encountered on Halloween, around Halloween, just Halloween in general. I guess I can start with my story. I don't know how true this story is or how much of it I remember. But when I was younger, I'm a very social person and I was a very social baby. And I was friends oh with like gosh. all the kids, all like the parents, all like the people in my neighborhood. I can imagine baby Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I went to this person's house and they had like this really big golden retriever that I guess I was friends with at one point or something or the other happened. But on Halloween, this so dog started brand. running after me. I don't know what the deal was, but like I was getting candy from the lady and all of a sudden the dog like runs out and starts coming at me. So I'm like little Elise, like five or six running around in aurora dress like i don't know what's going on and i was scared for my life okay candy in hand i was not letting go of that. <laughs> candy. candy in hand yeah, i was you got running honestly you got betrayed you got yeah. betrayed by a friend of course you would call the dog your friend <laughs> yeah. but like, i guess the dog was just really excited to see me and i just wasn't expecting yeah, it to like probably. come for me because i was like the same height as the dog <laughs> so I, I hated big dogs 
yeah anyways anyone have any other oh i have a funny story this was in seventh grade but my friend was like obsessed with starbucks she loved starbucks she had a starbucks themed birthday party oh my god like oh my god yeah so basically we wanted to do our halloween costume together and she just <laughs> yes, she decided to be Starbucks cup. Oh my god, and I, I wish I wasn't right. Yeah, but it was it was terrible. But we ended up having a fight on the same day, so we didn't end up going trick-or-treating together. So I had to be a Starbucks cup. And then next year, in 8th grade, we were Cher and Dion from Clueless. You know what I'm oh, talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got in another fight. Oh my gosh. And we didn't end up doing anything for Halloween together. So it was just like these two years in a row where we dress up together we got in a fight and then didn't do Dude, anything just go to walmart buy a witch hat and go by yourself like yeah, but literally, yeah but i just thought that was funny because we're like we're fine now but like the I middle school imagine, like two different neighborhoods you see like the same starbucks cup oh just like walking yes. by and you're like am i seeing double like is something messing <laughs> with me yeah but that was just like come on now a starbucks cup like oh my god well, okay, I haven't really gone, like, legit trick-or-treating a lot. One of the last two Halloweens, I went with a friend in this, like, bad My Hero costume. Don't talk to me no more. Don't talk to me. Uh, <laughs> That's the last straw. That is the last straw. Oh, it, <laughs> I'll add, I'll, I'll, I'll choose the second. I'll say it was two years ago, so you don't hate me as much. But, <laughs> no, it was literally the worst thing ever. I should have just, like, grabbed a skeleton t-shirt Would and walked out the door. you go as? The one with the little... I the one with the, like, the yeah, thing? Yeah, the earjack. Like, Zero. Um, so when I was, I had to have been like probably no older than seven or six. Um, my mom used to work at GameStop, so we would always get those discounts. We would get those cool Funko Pops that nobody wanted. Um, it was like in a little strip mall, so I would just like go with her from store to store. Um, and we would like get candy, and then whenever we were done or before we went, I would kind of like get into the drawers at the bottom of like the register and just like take all of the candy. <laughs> Because what I mean by, like, the first time I had, like, a proper trick-or-treating experience here in Texas was because that was the first time that I had, like, gone basically alone. My parents were, like, around, but they weren't, like, breathing down my neck. It was me, my friend, and my brother. Um, We, like, went around my neighborhood and, like, did, like, proper trick-or-treating. <laughs> I almost fought somebody on Halloween because they scared me. <laughs> it was a grown man. There was this one oh, house. Uh, there and was this. Okay. <laughs> I was smaller. I was feisty. I'm just gonna say that. Um, there was this one house we always would go to, and there was this one man. He always did it. He got, I guess, a cut up like aluminum foil, and he got a piece of that, and he scraped it across the sidewalk, and it creates sparks. It was our first time going, and so whenever we went, walking up the driveway, nothing. He was wearing all black. We couldn't see him. So we were walking, and he comes up behind us, scrapes it, see the sparks, and I start kicking and screaming. Because, <laughs> you know, oh Tiny Me. Tiny oh Me was God. weird. <laughs> tiny was about to fight a grown man. <laughs> What are y'all most proudest, like, costumes? Hopefully I do better this year. But, um, it was, like, a Rainbow Dash costume. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally the only times I've worn a wig for an extended period of time. Like, I've worn, like, three times in my life. And it's a ugly <laughs> rainbow wig. It looked like scene. Almost. Ew. It looked like an unstyled scene wig. And oh, wait, no. I just okay, had, like, like, my cheap little, uh, <laughs> like... It, <laughs> 
I had like rainbow stockings on my cheap little rainbow dash outfit because I was obsessed with Equestria girls. Oh my god! So uh, it's that was my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thing. Like the songs had no reason to be that good. Yeah, literally. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so last year, I think last year was like my most favorite. But I sewed a Nightmare Before Christmas dress. You know, wait. Oh what's her, my gosh! What's her name again? Sally. I, Sally. Yeah. I sewed a Sally dress, and then um, my boyfriend was. Jack the Skeleton. Ooh. So we did like kind of like a duo costume. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Mm-hmm. And that's I probably would be yeah. the Starbucks I hate cup. you. That's literally the Starbucks cup. Are literally you serious? My okay, but <laughs> notice how I did not think of that costume. Like, <laughs> don't put that blame on me, okay? <laughs> oh please. My gosh, please. Blame the friend. Blame the friend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it took me like two hours or so right before Halloween, like the day before. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it was like pretty sick. Uh, my favorite costume was my last year costume, which was probably my most expensive costume that my parents have bought for me. It, <laughs> since it was Corona and, you know, like, I decided to go with the theme of the year Corona. <laughs> I was a plug doctor and oh, I was, it was eighth grade. I was, it was an eighth grade. Um, nobody wanted to talk to me. <laughs> they they yeah, were scared cool. of me. Well, actually, that makes sense, but that's cool. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all. My bad. Besides, like, the run of Disney costumes, I think my most favorite was last year, actually, during, like, COVID. I went with one of my best friends. She dressed up as a ladybug, and I dressed up as, like, a hippie. Like, I had, like, the denim jacket and, like, the the thing and then the big flowy, like, pants and, like, Um, a really bright t-shirt. No bottoms. Not exactly. I thought they were bell bottoms, but they're more just, oh, they're like, just really like big the... pants. Like, flare pants. Anyways, so, my favorite part, I took a photo, and my favorite part was that the moon was, like, right there. Like, the moon was, like, right above me, but there you was, like, real clouds. Like, novel. <laughs> <laughs> the moon was, like, no, it was, like, a full moon, too. Like, last Halloween was a full, full moon. moon. <laughs> um, and from the, from the clouds. And I became the, a werewolf. <laughs> but so, and then the clouds were, like, they were, it was cloudy that night. It was cloudy mm-hmm. everywhere except for where the moon was. And the clouds were, like, broken up. And so it looked straight out of a movie scene. And it, like, <laughs> reflected onto the... There was, like, there was a, like, a lake in my neighborhood. So there was, like... It reflected onto the lake. And it looked so cool. And it's <laughs> literally my favorite picture of my Halloween costume to date. Anyways, I think that's all we have on Halloween. I hope y'all enjoyed. I know we definitely enjoyed learning that. We have some pretty interesting stories and life experiences with Halloween. I hope y'all enjoyed. And don't forget, Halloween is on a Sunday. So, you know, make sure you wake up for school the next day because school is, in fact, still the next day, unfortunately. (laughs) So I think that's all the stories we have. So I hope that y'all enjoyed our little episode. I definitely learned about a few life experiences and new candies that we have. (laughs) Chocos, what is it? Chico sticks? Chico Chico sticks. sticks. (laughs) Anyways, so before we end, Amelia, you want to shout us out? Okay, our Instagram is CollegianCastCA. Okay, and our Twitter and TikTok is CollegianCast without the CA. And I hope y'all have a safe Halloween, have fun, have lots of candy, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye. 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 (laughs) Wait, why do we wave? (laughs)